just three regular guys with a podcast. Why is it a big deal, though? Like, I don't understand why. Like, what is... Because I didn't think you knew anybody. Who can laugh at each other's expense. And right there, my knee was just... <laughs> <laughs> Who have the utmost confidence in each other's athletic abilities. Sub five. You're a sub five oh, on one of them little tricycles with the little bleep bleep uh, air horns on the... <laughs> and whose guests absolutely love joining them on the show. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> You got some nerve really asking. <laughs> the Chupin' It Up podcast starts in three, two, one. And these guys clear off. Chupin' It Up, episode 32. We're back. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're here. All right, they're going over to play. Yeah, okay, thanks for, thanks for joining us, Jack. Yeah, guys, you just keep... What are you going over there? Chooping up episode 32. Don't worry about it. Nothing new is on the scene anyway. We actually have five players on the court. <laughs> All right. Touche. Touche. I'll give you that. <laughs> so, you wouldn't uh, understand. So, 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 uh, so what's up there, fellas? Episode 32. Feels good to be back. We're doing it a little different. Uh, love the green screen behind you guys. Wish I was there. Yeah, wish I was there. Yeah. You can have fun with that. I know. That's what we used the other day for the, the live stream. The UConn and uh, South Carolina background. We yes. Went, we, oh, was it still on when we uh, when we did that? It was on the green screen. Okay. Oh. Uh, so, what's today? Thursday? National Championship just happened. We tried to record this, what, before the Final Four? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then you forgot your checklist. I did, yeah. That's on me. And that, that was, I did a great job that time. You did. It would have been a great It would have been a great podcast, Jack. I'm not going to lie. It would have been fantastic. Thank God he's not flying a plane for us. <laughs> uh, so, obviously, since then, Final Four has happened, uh, you know. Duke in North Carolina played. Tanner wanted to wanted to kill you the next morning, for sure. Why? Yeah. I was nice about it. Yeah, you were, but you were you you were nice, but you were kind of being a dick too. Like you know what I mean? Like in an oh good hi, how's your guys' morning going? Mine's mine's great. I was just letting you know I was having a good morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, man. I'm glad you had a good morning. Glad. But uh, what'd you, uh, Jack, what'd you think of the, let's go back to the Final Four. What'd you think of the two Final Four games and then obviously? Um, last week on the episode that got deleted, Tom brought up a good point that a team should press North Carolina. Um, and actually what we talked about there, Kansas kind of did to Villanova and got got them out of sorts. Yeah. Um. And Villanova, by the time that they, like, kind of figured things out, it was just too late. And Kansas shot the ball insanely well. And then the other game was just great. That was as good a game as, like, some of the shots that were being made in those last four minutes were just legit. Yeah, I, I was saying, uh, I was, I'll give Villanova, I think I said it on the, when we streamed the women's national championship game. 
I'll give Villanova credit for at any point cutting that game to six points because the way Kansas shot the ball in the first half, I, I don't think too many teams could have stayed with them or could have even come back. Credit to them. And then, you know, Duke ripped my heart out. They did not listen. They obviously do not listen to our podcast because they did not uh, press North Carolina. They didn't extend pressure at all. So they must not really give a shit about what Tom thinks in in the sense of basketball because all he knows is regular. You know what I mean? Well, that's how Kansas. That's how Kansas won the national championship Monday. Is they picked up the pace of the game to start the second half, and they forced they forced North Carolina. North Carolina took some questionable shots to start the second half, and it led to runouts. You know what's crazy in that game too was. They came out and pressed there in the second half, and the first time they threw it on them, North Carolina steps inbounds and violates the uh, the inbound, and then they really didn't really they didn't really stay with it. They extended pressure in the full court, but they didn't technically press. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wonder if the fouls and depth had something to do with that, though. Right. Yeah. Um, that was a huge thing for from a North Carolina perspective. Leaky Blackett and his fourth foul for a substantial amount of time. Now, Puff Johnson played really well, but defensively he didn't bring the same uh, – he wasn't able to do things. And the Baycott injury definitely had an effect in the second half of that game. How about the shot? How about the shot Manic took? In, oh, the in the head. Half. Oh, my God. He got that elbow? Yeah, it was unbelievable. He hit the ground. He was absolute motionless. He was dead for a couple minutes. I was surprised to let him go back into the game for Yeah, I didn't uh I uh I I didn't full disclosure, I did, I caught the last eleven minutes. So I honestly when Kansas won, I did not even know that you're one of those guys. So your team's not I, in it, you're like, screw it, I'm not gonna watch anymore. Listen, it was it was the uh the raw after WrestleMania. I had to watch that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I said I lost a lot of respect for you. Could you imagine? Yeah. I, 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 I it was the raw. I, I had a bunch of guys in tights. I caught. Each other up. I caught. You could have taped that. I caught the last eleven minutes. I did not know until I went on social media after the fact that North Carolina was kicking their ass at halftime. Because when I, I I was flipping back and forth, and at one point Kansas got up to like a it was it was like a nine point lead early in the first half, and then I did not realize that North Carolina was up fifteen sixteen at half. Caleb Love didn't have a good game for North Carolina either. Um, in the second half, Kansas did a better job of being um, getting on the boards. Whereas in the first half, a lot of I'd love to know how many. I think it was like at one point, like fourteen points off a of second chance points or re- offensive rebounds. So down the stretch, I feel like North Carolina Tanner. This is a question for you. I feel like some of the shot selection when they were like that Caleb Love three the last one that he took where he just came up pulled NBA range three with like yeah um, that was a questionable shot I mean a lot of the shots were questionable I mean that was what he did all season though and he kind of just lived and died by it like in the UCLA game he came down and kind of hit the same shot against Duke they were up one he pulled it three he hits it and it's a big shot I mean if he hits it, it's great, but if he misses, it's horrible. It's just kind of what you live and die with with some of your better players. Yeah. I th- I mean, I thought the same thing when he shot it. Like, those are shots, like you said, UCLA, North uh, Duke, those are shots that went in for him. 
I still can't believe that Kansas almost like lost that game. That would have been blunder of the century with the guy stepping out of bounds. Uh, yeah, that was fouled. unbelievable. That was unbelievable. Um, um, Baycock going down really hurt at the end of the game because you lost the inside presence, the inside presence, and uh, a lot of offensive rebounds. He gives you a lot of second chance points. I yes. thought, and honestly, guys, I think he made it. He got himself a paycheck after this uh, this tournament. So I'm going to go get him. Oh, we all just froze. No, no. Tom. I think he up a paycheck after this tournament. Tom froze. Tommy what? Mirage froze. You're good now. What? I think. You're good. You froze for a little bit. Ah. You're good now. I'll say this. <clears throat> Manic might be the worst interior post defender I have ever seen. Like, I literally think he's – I yeah. think McCormick scored every single time that Manic was on him. Dude, I like that McCormick. I, I that shot that he made. That little He's been there uh, for twenty years. So that little, well, that's how Kansas rolls. They have guys that play for seventeen years there. He was getting whatever he wanted. It whatever. sounds like they made they made it. It sounds like Tanner made a great point there. But <laughs> yeah, Tom's phone. Tom's Wi Fi. Look at look right now. Look at uh, how angry Tanner's face is. Like, is it, are they frozen? No, no, they're nope. I just saw Tom's full disclosure. This is Hooper. <laughs> Wait, what? Not my fault. It's your fault. How is it my fault? Listen, based on the views, I don't think people really want to hear us talk about the uh, national championship. I think what they want to hear is about LeBron not making the NBA playoffs. What? LeBron, our LeBron hater up top here, wants to talk more about how he didn't make the playoffs. Jack, talk about how he didn't make the playoffs. I listen. I haven't. I haven't seen any of it. Uh, I do know. Last week, I love how he pulled the April Fools' joke, like saying like how he was shutting it down for the rest of the season. Yet, proceeded to lose that night, and then the next night, I'm pretty sure he didn't play. So like, like. He's here, like, kind of joking about how they can't, like, joking about him shutting it down, but at the same time trying to play this card of, oh, we're trying to fight for our lives and make playoffs. And realistically, his time in L.A. has been a complete and utter disaster. Did you know MJ had more wins with the Wizards than LeBron had this year with the Lakers? After he sent out that tweet at the beginning of the year that basically said, said all these people calling us old we're going to live off that energy, right? Keep it coming. Oh, keep, yeah, keep the same energy. All right, Tom looks like he's back a little bit, so I'll, I'll switch What back. are you talking about, keep the energy for what? We're talking about LeBron. LeBron, keep uh, They've energy. officially been eliminated from the playoffs, and I was going on about how early in the season when people were saying that they're frozen again, but maybe I could text Tom. And he <laughs> could respond. That is not like that is him. That is his phone. Look at him. Stop moving the thing. Just it's probably dying too. I think I could see his. Uh, I swear to God, I think I could see his service and his battery. Look at life. look at him with the Alabama gear on too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going back to two, we're going back to two person until you can figure this out. I just I I don't know who. Are you? Would you say you're in the team, LeBron? All the time, Like. Do a little golf in terms of, oh, that, yeah. 
when you say Team LeBron, just mute them. Yeah, I gotta mute them because I don't know what's going on until they figure their stuff out. They're gonna get muted because it'll still come through. Um, are you, are you team, team LeBron? LeBron? Why are you doing this now again? Am I? I I like. Listen, I, I'm with you from last week. The same thing. Obviously, it didn't make the podcast, but the clip where you said he's probably a good human being, right? Seems like a great mm-hmm. guy. Uh, he's not my cup of tea because I'm like you. He 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 <laughs> says one thing, but then his actions do like or another. Like oh, you know, oh, you talked old. Keep that same energy. Well, now you're not even in the playoffs. Like he was saying, keep that same energy when we're in the playoffs. When we're the eight seed. Well, you're not even in the playoffs, so. Like, I hope people are just, you know, crushing him. I haven't paid attention at all. Really? Yeah. And I'm honest. I'd be honest. I'm not really. Is that a ghost from, like, Christmas past? I don't know. Definitely muted, though. Um, anyway, I, yeah, I just think he struggles to find himself. Like, he's just uncomfortable in his own skin. And I think... I think when he went to Miami, the way that went down, I don't think he expected the backlash he got from that. And he's been trying to kind of fight for himself ever since then. And I think, like, like there's some people that don't like LeBron. They kind of, they're like, oh, stick to sports. But, like, I'm not even going to go there because, like, LeBron does fight for, um, you know, children – uh, that like he does tremendous good in the Akron area and and across the country, but the the biggest thing is like he can't keep just flip flopping back and forth on everything, and it like he has to he has to understand like as I said last week, like people think he's a laughing stock when like he'll, he'll stand up and say, for instance, my own kid my own kid has to go up and I want him to not have to live in my shadows. Well, why are you going through a layup line with your kid? Like that to me is like right there is just the most asinine thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I mean, like imagine Matt, imagine Matt Tanner going out right now. Like, like, he, yo, it's Gabe's turn to put on the Spartan uniform. And then Matt, like, starts stretching out, and he goes out there and starts going through the layup line. I mean, he he does all that stuff just, like, in the gym. Where he no just, it's, it's so attention-seeking. I don't know if they're good enough to unmute. They have to prove it, prove their worth. Yeah, I mean, all right, you, you guys are you guys have something to say? You heard us. On, huh? I haven't heard what I said this entire time. Yeah, no, that's we muted you. Yeah, we muted you, so we couldn't hear anything you were saying, but we know that you could hear. You were able to hear us. Tom, what's your opinion on LeBron not making the playoffs? They're frozen again. Yeah, like, but the best part is they could hear everything that we say. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Tom. Matt. <laughs> Tom, Tom Smirk. He can't handle it. <laughs> I don't know if they're... I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. You finally came back, in all seriousness. 
I have no idea what he said. I'm not even gonna lie. We caught the tail end of your whole conversation. You heard Spartan New Farm, and you heard a little bit about his. About his You got you have the worst internet. Now you got it again. Over there. Yeah. What do you see on your like is your phone gonna like blow up? Like what's going on here? No. That, that no. listen. That's that West Side Internet. It's gotta be. <laughs> We're in North Shared shared with West Grant High School and Villa, Villa Maria uh catering. And the the Victor Alfieri Club. What? They all, they're all on the same the same internet, trying to share it with each other. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy shit. You're running your mouth pretty good in, from Philadelphia. <laughs> I, we get half a sentence. Like I get just the punchline. I don't know how we set up the joke. <laughs> and the thing is, I'm I'm trying to be the guy here that reduces talking, sits and listens, yeah. listens to hear what people have to say, not listen to respond. And now I feel like I kind of have to carry this show. Listen, you kind of have to because when I go to these two, this is what we got here. This is this is what we got. So like, it reminds me. It reminds me of Selection Sunday when they turn to like a team <laughs> and to see if they get in the tournament, and there's like a 45 second delay. Yeah. Yeah, like they're like, yeah, we we go to Vermont. What's up? Here we go. Let's go to let's go to North Scranton. That's what that's what we got. Oh my god! And it's our problem. I mean, again, fellas, you see the same thing that me and Jack see. Jack's supposed to. Jackson. I swear to God, if this fixes it, I'm looking. What are you doing? What are you doing? Wow, this is the angle people want to see. <laughs> this is the angle they want to see a Liver King Tommy right here. You know what else was amazing today? Tiger Woods shooting 71 in his first professional round back. Yeah, that was that was definitely going to be something that uh, yeah, those two are. But I like how, – how do you feel? I mean, I feel like you're definitely a Tiger guy. Yeah, I mean, Tiger – you know what? As a guy that, like – and I'm not trying to, like, bore people here, but I've really tried to, to focus on, like, growth. And, like, I appreciate the amount of, like, personal growth Tiger has gone through because, obviously, he has his demons. Um, and some of them are inexcusable, but like from being a guy that completely shut himself off from the rest of the world and only cared about winning, um, it seems like he's a good father, like just from the outside looking in, like he has a tremendous relationship with his son. He had his daughter inducted him into the hall of fame. Um, it seems like he's become more like, just friendly with like people like and softened around the edges and recognize that like he can still focus on winning, but at the same time be a good person. Um, and I think he deserves props for that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, now granted his choices, how he ended up in the situation. And I mean, that's, that's his biggest thing. And everyone has 
you know, they're demons. Um, don't know what his are. Uh, don't know, you know, how he got to wherever, what, what, what happened 15 months ago when he was, you know, when he ended up, you know, crashing his car and almost losing a leg. But the fact that he can overcome that, and honestly, when he won the Masters a couple of years ago, and he had that embrace with his son, like that's, I mean, that, those are sports moments, like that you live for. Uh, I, I feel like it doesn't matter what he does outside of golf. Like he's just so polarizing that, like people love him. Like it doesn't. If, if Tiger's in contention Sunday, I mean, hell, today biggest group he's gonna have the biggest group all weekend and if he's well, in contention like it's gonna be ridiculous like i did you see the practice round photos yeah. it was insane like it looked like sunday at the masters yeah and and the only thing i could think of uh when i saw the practice round photos were like because the people were just like right up yes. the, i'm like Shh. i'm like if this is uh, this is why they're professionals like if this is me you tom and tanner playing around like some one some of those someone's gonna die there like if we don't mm -hmm. pop it off the tee, like one of those people is gonna die. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna slice the ball right into someone's forehead. Like what are we doing, Tiger? They're like 50 yards down. They know that he's gonna hit it straight. But what if he doesn't? Like what if he slices one? I was actually talking about this today. A couple years back, I went with a friend to the U.S. Open when I was out at Shinnecock Hills on Long Island, and like we we're we we're bouncing back and forth between like Ricky Fowler's group and the group behind him. Um, we were there like first thing in the morning. So like, it wasn't super, super crowded yet, but there was still like the majority of people that were out there were following Ricky's group, but, but there were certain spots where you couldn't go any further and you had to loop around. So we were, we were like in the group behind them, like, Oh, now's a good time to catch up with Ricky's group coming back down the other way. And I walk over and it was like almost stepping in dog poop. Like I'm, I'm, Walking, I'm like, whoa! It was Ricky Fowler's ball. Yeah. So, me and my buddy, like, we get up right there, and then all of a sudden, all these people run over, and the marshal, like, he finds it, like, puts the thing in there. So now we're front row. Naturally, as soon as Ricky comes over and hits, me and my buddies just start screaming, "Let's go, Ricky! Off you, Ricky!" Right? Like, and uh, someone texts him, was like. Were you guys just screaming at Ricky Fowler? Yes, yes, that was us. Yeah, that, that but I never on, on the clip. clip. But, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's insane. insane. Like, it. I don't think there will ever be a cooler moment—not the Augusta moment, but when he won the Tour Championship for the first time since coming back from his back surgery, and that scene, like where he got like lost in the crowd of people, and then all of a sudden he had to emerge, like, and they all like it was like the it was like Happy Gilmore with everyone just surrounding the green. Um, like Tiger, like you said, he definitely has some demons. I often wonder, and like, this is put in words in our mouth because we don't know to the effect, but what effect, like growing up with, like his dad was super, super hard on him and like what effect that had on his mental health Yeah. Um, and how some of this is related to that. I see this is this is the best part, Jack. Right now you're talking and I could see these two morons just <laughs> like just oh, God. Yeah, Tom, I'm getting ready to put you on, so I would not do that. I'm getting really close to getting you yeah. Oh god damn it. Alrighty. Oh my god. Yeah. Alright, fellas. 
don't you, uh, why don't you relax here? You're back. What'd you do? I went to the Chromebook. This is our last, uh, last resort, resort here. No, last no, resort. The, the Chromebook, you're, you're good on the Chromebook. I could see the, the back end of the thing we're using, the, the Voodoo Ninja. Yeah. It's giving you green, so you're good. Your phone was red, which I guess is not good, so... Okay. Okay. So you're good. You're so what good. do you guys? What have you guys been talking about this entire time without us? Uh, we're just Tiger Woods. We're just talking about Tiger Woods. Uh, obviously came back from the Masters. What do you should? Listen, if you're not with Tiger, you're not with me. I hope he wins it all. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Tom, here's a question. Go ahead. How much pain do you think he is in this week playing? And what do you think is the bigger issue for him, his back or his leg? I would say his leg. Then you almost lose his leg? Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I don't know. I'd go with the back. Really? Yeah, I'd go with the back. Yeah, because, I mean, you can you, you can do you can make some adjustments here and there to to eliminate some stress on your leg there, but there's no part of the golf swing that's you're going to eliminate the back, True. Um, and the and the issues he's having there, uh, but but I think it's going to be I think you're, it's going to be cumulative over the next three days. Um, you know, I was thinking that today. Like I could see him like by Saturday, he might look like a train wreck. Yeah. Uh, I guess like with his practice rounds, I mean, 72, 72 holes. And did you tell Tanner your great idea that you had, by the way, side note? No, I didn't. I was going to let you, uh, okay. I don't think he'd be in for it, but we'll back to tiger. But I guess, uh, like during his practice rounds, I guess like he was noticeably limping again, the dude almost lost his leg 13 months ago. Um, I think that's just the, well, a great point is how much of that limp is related to the back and how much is related to the leg. Right. It's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Have you been, uh, have you been watching NBA at all, Jack? Oh I'm watching the Sixers stink right now. Who, uh, who's your MVP right now? I don't, I don't watch the other guys, but out of bias, like at some point, I think you have to give Embiid the MVP. I mean, he's probably top four right now in rebounding, top in scoring. I don't know well, how you don't give it to him right now. Well, just the fact that he got them through the Simmons thing, and right. you look, their, their roster is not very good beyond. And they're a top um, three seed right now. They have an aging James Harden. Tyrese Maxey is going to be very good, but, like, they have no bench whatsoever. Yo, did you guys uh, I, do you guys watch uh, Embiid? He was on uh, probably like two weeks ago. He did uh, JJ Reddick's podcast. Yes. Did you listen to the whole? I I only saw clips. I saw bits and pieces. What part are you talking about? Just I'm just wondering since you guys are Sixers fans, if you listen to it or the yeah, I listened to a little bit of it. His story's interesting. Like you're right, he didn't start playing basketball till he was like 16 or something. Yeah. Embiid. Yeah. Well. He only got really looked at because of Andrew Wiggins when he was at Kansas. Yeah. 
I remember that team, right? If it and wasn't for Andrew Wiggins, you might not see Joel and be in the league right now, to yeah. be completely honest. Because Andrew Wiggins was the next uh, the next. He was the next LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. yeah. Jack's guy. Jack, how do you feel about Andrew Wiggins since he was the next LeBron? <laughs> when was he the next LeBron? In, when he was at Kansas. That was his. Yeah. I could have told you then. Although, I give credit to LeBron. He actually learned how to shoot. Andrew Wiggins has actually, like, made himself a functional NBA player. It's all about, yeah. listen, as long as you start getting multiple contracts in the NBA, you did something right. Well, I think he found a great spot, though, too, with the Warriors, where he's not the main guy, but he's a a role player where you have to – you have to respect him, but he's not getting the top one or two defenders, and he can just go out there and be himself now. And you're on the West Coast, and people aren't watching you every night. Right, exactly. So Although I don't know how many people tune into T-Wolves games. Yeah. Well, he's with the Warriors now. I know. Why'd you I'm say saying, like, way back when. I'm saying, like, oh, 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 oh. I was like, what? Uh... Other guy, uh, other news. So now that the uh, college season's over, some uh, well, actually, yeah. How does Duke? How does Duke end season end? How did that go? Well, it went well. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure how. Who they play? Wait, wait. Uh, wait. How did uh, how did North Carolina season end? They hoist the oh. national. They they went in in the national championship. Oh, okay. Oh, in the did national. They okay. Did they win? Did we play for one? Did Did you win it? Hooper, did we play for one? Did you win Hooper, it? let him alone. Let them alone. Carolina set a record in the game. Most turnovers ever. <laughs> nope. Congrats. Lost the biggest lead in the title game history. Can you imagine? Can yeah. you imagine? Oh, it was sickening. I, well, I was sick. I was sick during the I was. Game. I was actually thinking to myself today, or one of these days, that there's certain losses, like, there's certain losses where you can, like, if you're St. Peter's, you can be like, I... We lost. All right, it is what it is. Like we made history, and then there's losses like North Carolina that don't ever go away, ever. Right. Like, and I know there's people are like, oh, no, fifteen years, fifteen years from now, we'll look back and you'll think about that. No, you won't. Like there are certain, right, Jack? There are certain losses like that I still haven't gotten over. Yeah. Would Chris Weber call him timeout? That was against North Carolina, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean. I have a question for all of you since we're on the uh, college right now. Did you, two-part actually, did you see that um, Deion Sanders was saying he feels bad for high school players coming yeah, into the – he said there's no point in even recruiting high school players anymore because you're better off just going to the transfer portal and getting a college-ready player right then and there. It, it, and it, then – Go ahead. I'll let you guys answer that. Go ahead. And then we'll, I'll go to my second part. But I feel like we've talked about it. It, it. The transfer portal is free agency for – it's free agency for college. Like you don't – at least back in the day if you were going to transfer from a school – you had to sit out a year, so it kind of made right. a decision. Now it's just, ah, I'm not getting the playing time I want or whatever, so I'm going to transfer. In certain situations, like with St. Peter's, right, their big three decided to That's leave. What, yeah. Well, their coach left. So Shaheen Hallway went to Seton Hall. Like, 
yeah. And their stock's never going to be higher than it is coming off of that run. So, yeah, if you could go to a bigger school, yeah, why not? Make more NIL dollars because I don't think any of those guys from St. Peter's are going to be NBA guys. So they have whatever the next year or two. I don't know what class they're in to uh, to make money. So, yeah, do it. Wouldn't they make more money by staying at St. Peter's? I don't, I don't think going forward. What if St. Peter's stinks next year? Yeah, but like you can you can make your money off of St. Peter's like now like like by the time next March rolls around, no one's going to remember Doug Eater. Like right, and, and to spend to spend money on them at least right. What well, like I I put myself in the shoe of the the business owner like what why are you going to all of a sudden watch two weeks of the tournament and throw? One of these guys, forty grand. I. Uh, it would have happened. Had to happen in between the week in between. Listen, who, who is it? Doug Eater, right? It was Buffalo Wild Wings. I think he got. Uh, yeah. Like that's a pretty big one. He probably made a pretty good chunk. I think. Uh, yeah, and that, and that one's good because they they can use him real quick for two weeks in a, a commercial and pay him a couple bucks. I get that part. Yeah. But like you're talking next year, making NIL money for what? Who, who's paying them other than no. some uh, some guy tied to it, like some booster? No, but I'm okay. So again, I think I saw. I don't know if it's true, but I think I saw that maybe Doug Eddard was going to be like maybe Notre Dame transferring to Notre Dame or something like that. Do you think even if he's not the sixth guy off the bench, maybe he's the Eighth guy off the bench. Do you not think that he can make more money as the eighth guy off the Notre Dame basketball bench than he could as one of the main guys at St. Peter's if St. Peter's stinks next year? I don't, know. I don't think they're going to stink, though. They still have those three main guys coming back. Well, no, they're, they're, probably, they're, they're in the transfer portal, so no, they don't. But I would say, like, if they had stayed, I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean, I don't, but see, this is why, this is the only reason I like the transfer portal. Like, cause again, I, I don't know if we've talked about it on this show, but as a coach, you have a contract, but technically, you know, a school can buy your contract out and you can leave whenever you want. So you're those three kids, you're playing for Shaheen Hallway, he leaves, like you should be able to, to go. No, I agree with that. I don't think you can use the NIL as a reason. Like, I think saying, hey, I want to seek an opportunity now to play on a bigger stage or saying, hey, I want to seek an opportunity now um, to move on now that Coach Holloway is moving on. I don't have a problem with that. But to be like, oh, I want to pursue more like, more money uh, and try to obtain larger NIL deals and put my family in a better financial spot, I just don't know that there's evidence to coincide with that. And I'm not saying that's why they're doing it, but if, if I – I mean, I don't know if they're thinking like this, but I would just think as a player, okay, my coach leaves, go to Notre Dame, probably have a better – more exposure, probably have a better shot to make money. Like I feel like if you're a guy like Doug Eater, you have to be realistic with yourself. Like, okay, my money-making window is the next – I don't know what he is. Like, I don't know if he's a junior, senior – my money-making window is when I graduate. I'm probably not going to make the NBA, and maybe I have a shot to play overseas. I, like, you know what I mean? 
Did you ever have a shot to play overseas? I don't know, man. C.D. Lamb, though. I could probably play football overseas, I think. Pretty much like C.D. Lamb. That's yeah. soccer, dude. No, like like real football. I, I imagine there's probably like a Spanish-American football league. Like I could probably play in that. Seriously? Yeah. I imagine it's pretty much like playing in... Whoop. 3650. We're only recording. Yeah, hey. 3650. You know how to say bathroom in Spanish? Servicios? He's not serious, is he? I think so. Yeah, what is it? Oh. Don't Google it. He did Google it. No, no, I'm not Googling that. I got something about a Duke recruit, and I, I, I don't know if they got another recruit, but I just wiped it out. I'm trying to look for that. Uh, I was telling Tom about something I saw. Albano? On, on Instagram about, like, NIL earning potential uh, oh. during the tournament. And, like, it was, like, a top five. I don't know how they projected it, but – Four of the five were on the women's side. Well, Paige. Yeah. Oh, and by like a mile. Like her earning potential, I think, in the two weeks of the tournament was like 50 grand or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you had a second part to your question there, Tanner. And you kind of brought it up about the big three. Uh, Just how that was going to affect like college basketball a little bit. From St. Peter's leaving. Yeah. So, how do you think? Uh, how do you guys think Shaheen's gonna do over there at uh, Seton Hall? Uh, I think you got to give him a year or two to kind of get established, to recruit, get his uh, system in. But from what he saw that showed at um, St. Peter's, I think he's gonna be a great coach. He doesn't really allow the game to affect how he coaches. He just coaches guys, and they go out there and battle. Jack? Yeah, I think it, it it's how receptive are they to, like, his style because I think he is, like, he really tries to build a, a, a toughness with his players. And, like, I saw some clips from his practices, like, early in the season. Um, and, you know, you're walking into a new animal. How are they going to receive that? I mean, I think uh... – for him in particular, I think the run really helped him because now, like, I didn't know, I don't know about you guys, I knew nothing about Shaheen Holloway until I didn't know who he was. That's about so many coaches. Yeah, but now, like, just because of this, it's not MVP even, in a McDonald's game. That's what I'm saying. It's not even his uh, career highlight. It's not even his coaching. Now you find out about him as a player, how he was in the same McDonald's Jesus. game. He was the MVP of the McDonald's game. He was in it with Kobe. Like, now you find out all this stuff about him that who knew. So, like, granted, he was a Seton Hall. He was also a Seton Hall uh, alum. So, I mean, I think that – but I think that helps his case. Like, oh, you played – Is he a Philly guy? Or New York? New York. New York? Yeah. But, I mean, that can't hurt his case. Oh, you played in the McDonald's All-American game with Kobe. Oh, and you were the uh, – you were the MVP, and he wasn't? Yeah, right. Well, I right? mean... Oh, go ahead. People, uh... I think it's interesting when you think about it, because you 
there's kind of two approaches to hiring anymore. It's do I hire an assistant coach that might have been on our staff or like on the staff of a prominent program, or do I go with someone that's a head coach at like a mid major and kind of moving up the ranks? I don't like, and there's you can make the cases for both. Um, but it's just interesting because you see a lot of guys too that they move up and their careers kind of go to die. Um, like you, you have to like get in the right spot. And like, I think some of these programs have more going on within them than people know. Like there's a lot of landlines out there that they get into what they perceive as a better situation and it's not. And I can <clears throat> name a few cases of like even people locally that like they, you know, they, they've tried to rise the ranks and, and then they get into a situation. It's like, whoa, this was the grass wasn't greener on the other side. Yeah. Tommy, yeah, you were a big Division One guy. What do you think? With Holloway specifically? Just in general, what's the generalities, like Jack was saying, in terms of coaches moving up the ranks and thinking it's like. Generality. Yeah. Um, Tanner, you shut your mouth. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, it is. It's very uh, position specific. Um, and there's the complexity of the, you know, who's behind the curtain at all these institutions making the true call on a hire. Um, you know, and I think that's typically why you see a move like, you know, let's be honest, if, if, if Seton Hall didn't open up and uh, Kevin Willard goes to Maryland, you know, Shaheen's getting a job no matter where because of that performance. Um, and some of that might be like, you know, not even taking fit into consideration, but you have some prominent boosters and donors at a school that just want that guy. Well, you're Indiana's well experienced in that. Right. Absolutely. If people keep throwing Indiana at me, I'm going to knock people out pretty soon. So how happy are you that this is how we're doing that pod- this podcast? Tom, yeah. how do you feel about, I think Indiana made the uh, one shining moment. They did with the cheerleader. She was the, uh, the best performance of the tournament out of a Hoosier by far. Very happened twice lady. in the tournament. She got an NIL deal out of it and everything, so... She was the most successful Hoosier. The thing is, the person that was holding her deserves some credit, too. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. It, and it, it goes back to, to understanding that roles matter, right? Like, even if, you, even if you're not the shining star, your role matters. Yeah. Even That's if, it. Even yeah. if you were the last guy off the bench getting water, yeah, that shit matters. <laughs> from you know from experience yeah i mean i listen i wasn't throwing anyone specific under the bus i was just talking in generalities tanner's new favorite word yeah but like i don't know why you had to, i don't know why you had to do me like that tom it's messed up uh-huh. well you know I just trying to keep it grounded you know yeah uh so i have that so this is a bloomberg so, article on that like nl and so, stuff uh, so this is 
they value, like, I guess they're valuing based on Instagram and Twitter followers, like, their value per post they make. Paige Beckers, they're, they are uh, saying that she can make $63,000 for, like, just a, like, a sponsored post, like, on Instagram. Which is wild. Per one post? Yeah. Per one post? Per post, yeah. That's her value per post is what they're saying. So here's a question. So here's a question. How how do does the WNBA have the WNBA have the same rules regarding early school early as the men do? Or is it more like college? I think you have to wait. I think you have to like yourself. No, are they like three years? Yeah, something like that after you do because I remember in, in, some instances, instances, in some instances, in some instances, I think that will benefit. That will benefit like, like she's going to get more. She's going to get more playing college playing, playing than she is in the WWE. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <clears throat> it's no different. It's no different than four years at UConn because she's going to get more coverage there than she would in the WNBA. Any, anyway. And here's and the thing. Here's too, the like, thing too. Like. The dub, the dub, one of the problems with the problem WNBA, WNBA is, like, like there's no good, there's no good season, season for it, for it to, to, like, to, like, kind of be, be more in the, more in the limelight. Like, I almost like, think, I almost it, think might it might be better, be better for them to just play in the winter and have ESPN try to market like, start, like, start out, out of the box, box put, it, put, it, put games, games on, on at, at, like, six o'clock. Right. I... I agree. I had this conversation with Ty. It's one of those things where I think we talked about it in an earlier episode where it's like, how do you expect? Obviously, the WNBA does not draw the ratings that the NBA, but like they play in a week, like a, a, just an awful time. Like, right? They play in the summer. Yeah. People, yeah, like, people have seen it with basketball at that point. I'm even burnt out of basketball. Plus, you're all going on vacation. You're doing a bunch of things right now where you're not worried about watching basketball it's, at that point. And it's not just like it's not look at America's game, which isn't really America's game. Baseball. Baseball is dying. Like, baseball is trying to do everything they can to figure out how they can make themselves relevant and draw up energy. Right. And, like, they can't figure it out. It's just, it's kind of like a time of year thing. But right. Here, so here's my thing. Like, in all honesty, Jack, I'll ask you down the line. Who's, who was the biggest star in college basketball, women's, men's? This year? Yeah. Had to be that girl from South Carolina. No, no, just like in terms of star power. I'm not saying the best player. I'm saying the biggest star, college basketball, men's or women's side. Who was it? Oh, it had to be Paige still. Tom. I think she's the most well-known. I'm afraid to answer because I feel like I feel like I'm being ignorant with an answer. I'm gonna say Paige. Why? What are you gonna say? Are you gonna say Lant, uh, Dickerson or? No, I'm not. Like I'm afraid to say someone because I feel like I'm forgetting someone. And I'll be like, oh, I mean, wow, you know what? Personally, personally, if I if I was asked, I would say Paige on the women's side. And I would say Pablo. I, 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 that's the thing. I'm not. I don't think. I don't men, think. Men I don't know that men. And I, I don't not, think men had a must-watch player this year. Yeah, 
and I'm not even going to say the top. Uh, like, like Caitlin Clark was pretty much. I think she was must watch though. Who? Caitlin Clark from Iowa was phenomenal. Yes. See, that's my point. Like Caitlin Clark and Paige was hurt. Caitlin Clark, there you go. She was incredible. I was actually upset that they lost to Creighton because I wanted to be able to watch more of her. They, in a they didn't do a better job of recruiting around her. They, she didn't have enough scores, so that's why I think she has to score the way she does. But Or if they could play some defense. Like, that, that would help. But, but the Big Tech has a problem with playing defense. But here was my here was my point. Your top two that you would go with, like Jack, like your point, you didn't want to leave Caitlin Clark out. The two biggest women or the biggest college basketball stars were Paige Beckers, Caitlin Clark. They're like so you're telling me ESPN can't market them, like the WNBA can't draw ratings. Like if it was on during basketball season, would I sit down and watch a game with Brianna Stewart? Absolutely. I'm not gonna sit down in the summer and watch it. So it's weird that they're using like that like you can't use ratings and it's just not as buzzworthy when they don't play at the same time of year because I guarantee you like the women's game honestly is more I think it's more traditional basketball than the men's like I I mean as much as I like watching the NBA it's tough to watch a bunch of pick and rolls and you know like Tom, who wants him to go back to running the flex? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're on the motion offense here, boys. Let's go. Four corners. But it's more exciting. And they have stars. So you can't tell me that because they don't draw ratings. Like, I feel like at some point ESPN or maybe uh, they have to take a chance, WNBA, and kind of move to a different part of the year. And I think they can thrive. And I'm going to say something here where I think it's kind of true. I don't know if it is or not. Kobe Bryant's death was a huge loss for women's basketball. Absolutely. The way that he was uh, bringing up Gigi and like teaching her about the game and the, the amount of money he could have pumped into the WNBA, college sports, everything with her coming up would have been phenomenal for the game for women's side. He probably would have yeah, he probably would have took like he probably would have made it his mission to like oh the WNBA should be on the same like I could see him doing that. Oh, that's what I mean. Like he, yeah, it, he has such a a demand for like the top or just perfection as as just like how crazy he was. He would have put his whole effort in his mental capacity everything into getting women's basketball where it needed to be. And I know, like, he had, uh, right, that uh, the girl from Oregon, was it, like, last year or two years ago? Like, I knew he had a really good relationship with her. I can't think of her name. Ionesco. Ionesco. Okay, I trust you. Look look if LeBron had a daughter and she was coming up. You're telling me he couldn't find millions and millions of dollars somewhere, some way, somehow, to help the WNBA be a better broadcast system? Yeah, he could have found millions of dollars in his couch cushions to, to make that happen. I mean, I'm just saying, though, like, you have a big name, money's going to follow you to an extent. Yeah. But that's a th- I mean, I just think, yeah, I think it is going to take that. But, I mean, I do think, like, the WNBA has the stars where, like, they could get people to tune in and watch. And I don't think sponsorship would be an issue. That's our crusade. We're, we're crusading. No, I, I just think it's finding time of day to put it on. Like, the, 
Like, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. You can't I don't know why you keep wearing it on me. I'm, I told you, I'm keeping my responses under two minutes. I don't need a stool like or a soapbox to get this out. I'm just making a quick point here or there. Yeah. Sharp contrast from when they couldn't figure their stuff out, and you're like, I got to carry the show, guys. <laughs> yeah, but they, they're back. They recovered, right? It, they overcame the obstacles. That's what the great ones do. So, how much longer is this show going to go on? I got to, like, shower and get ready for bed at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just, Jack, appreciate you. I want to show, so me and Tommy have been working behind the scenes. We got a great new uh, t-shirt design. Jack, you might want to buy this one. This is a great one. I should get a free one for coming on. Listen, Tommy, (laughs) get a free one. Can you see this? Hold on. Let me get the... You guys see that? (laughs) (laughs) Available now, uh, whatever. I'm gonna buy seven of them. Yeah, Tom's gonna have those. Tom's gonna have that printed on little throw pillows. He's gonna have them on the couch when we show up. He's gonna get mugs, glasses, everything. Well, that'll be the design for his uh, retirement party one day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're gonna be the team's warm-up shirts next year. Should be, <laughs> should be. Uh, Ooh, are you gonna be throwing them out at games, trying to get a couple? Yeah, more that's what we do. Wait, what? Want to do that? What? Throw them out at games. Get the gun. Yeah, we'll we'll run right alongside With all the sponsorship money that you guys are pulling in. You could purchase a gun. Yep. Get to one of the games and start tossing them out into the student section. Yeah, that'd be great. Can you imagine? Everyone comes to. You just imagine, like imagine Hooper on the balcony. All of a sudden, start loading up the the thing and. Right. <laughs> the, the old potato gun? Yeah, like, like it'll be, uh, whatchamacallit, they'll be playing Valley View and all of a sudden Kerp will be getting drilled in the face during a time. <laughs> no, not Kerp. I like Kerp. With a t-shirt of me? What? With a t-shirt. With a t-shirt of me. That says Puck for New on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, tell them, tell them about the uh, idea we came up with today. The, the idea you came up with, I listen. I thought it was a really good one, so I need to get a close up on Tanner. I'm gonna, cause I feel like this is gonna be one where Tanner's gonna be like, no shot. So map. At, we're at baseball practice. Tom comes up to me, dude. Got a great idea. Okay, let me hear it. What if we do our own, like chooping it up, Masters, where like we decide. We pick four days and we walk eighteen holes at a golf course for four straight days and see how we hold up. Yep, that was the that was the look I was looking for. That was his idea. Eighteen holes. I wouldn't make it to the turn and I'd get a cart. That's what. Yeah. I, no. I, 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 you know what'd be funnier? But what am I gonna do with my cooler? <laughs> I said right. So he's gonna have the bag on one shoulder. You're gonna be dragging the cooler down. <laughs> I'm gonna have to wheel my cooler from like hole to hole. I, I said, used to go ahead, Jack. I, I used to caddy in this tournament at the Scranton Canoe Club, their member guest tournament. Okay. And the guys I caddied for, like, were kind of serious. Not like super serious. Like they enjoyed the weekend. Like it was a whole weekend up at Lake Winola. <laughs> the one pair of golfers hired three caddies 
<laughs> carry their clubs, and one little kid would just be dragging a cooler <laughs> around the course. <laughs> this kid, right? You'd swear, like he's there. Like a cooler isn't designed to be like, like you know, like even though it has wheels, it's typically not designed to be carried about two miles every day. And this kid's dragging it. You'd swear that he was, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just hilarious to look at. Like, it, his life depended on dragging this cooler around, and he looked like he was about to just keel over. He was probably, like, 11 years old. That's awesome. That is. I, I feel like if we did go with Tom's plan, uh, I could tell you how it would go. First day, we, we figured we'd go to, like, a... a we go to a course that's not that long. So Sleepy Hollow would be perfect. We're like no holes longer than 250. We go. I'm not doing grandma, I can tell you that. I feel like by the time we made the turn, it would be like, ah, screw it. Give us a cart for the last nine. We'll pay for all 18. Just give us a cart. Like that's, that's definitely how it would go. No doubt. What if I hired a caddy? Oh, you could hide. You do you. Let him just drive the cart, dickhead. Jesus Christ! Jack, you hire a caddy, you get like a uh, three strokes automatically. If you if you walk the whole eighteen and we tap out at nine. Hooper, you'd all Jackson to kick our asses, right? No, yes. The golf game is depleted. It's oh, depleted. Stop. Stop it. I've been focusing on other opportunities, spending time, So wait a minute, Jack. Golf game. You're good. Like like. No, like I'm, I'm seeing like, like I didn't even know you golf to be honest with you. Are you serious? Yeah, Hoop. I'm serious. Hoop. And I'm not saying like, oh, like I'm. No, Hoop. we all, we all stink. But like, I didn't know you golfed. I, I used to be pretty good in my heyday. Play for Dunmore. I did. Okay, that makes sense. I had one loss my senior year. Okay, yeah, all right. So you are. Right. Who'd you lose to? Um. Luke Peterson from Abington Heights. He was actually on their. Uh... Whoa, that's my cousin. No way. Is yeah. he? Yeah. No, not even close. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, he's really white, probably. Yeah, Jack, yeah, Jack thought in his mind, he's like, I'm not going to say it, but the kid was white, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, but he's related to uh, whatchamacallit from up there, right? <laughs> yeah, he's got. Relatives up that way. I do have a relatives. They're Jewish. Uh, um. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> Hoop, I was once a very good golfer. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, not very good. Good. Yeah. Uh. Solid. Yeah. Cooper is not good at golf in any way, shape, or form. Listen. Listen. Though. I gotta get the close up here. The last time. The last time, the last time we played, right? Sleepy Hollow. I, I. You hit the ground more than you hit the ball. But the last shot. The there, last yeah. shot. You're welcome, I, by the way. I. <laughs> I don't even remember what you're you told welcome. me. Yeah, I stuck I said, it to close within. Close your club face. Yeah, I stuck <laughs> it to within ten, and then I got I got out of there, and that was it. So that was the last. Yeah, and then you went, went to baseball practice and smoked a kid with a fungal bat. That's. I didn't do that this year. I learned. <laughs> listen, 
<laughs> I didn't do that. Not that day. Not that day. You adapt or die, right? So now when kids are taking cuts, I'm a lefty when I swing. So when the kid last year got hit, he was to my right side. So now I tell them, listen, you guys got to go to my left side because if I miss hit it, I don't want a situation like last year. I'm not going to hit you over there. So so I learned. Is this with the brand new Mid Valley Baseball custom fungos made by a Clark Baseball Company? Where'd you see them? On Facebook. Oh, I didn't see them. Unbelievable. Yes. They're they get one. I guess you don't get one after hitting kids with them last I, year. I think Chev showed me his yesterday. No, I'm getting it. Chev wasn't there today, but I am getting it, yes. They are nice. I saw Chev's, but I didn't see a picture of it on Facebook. Clarky Bat, he, well, it's the uh, the East Coast rep that we've had on the show a couple of times. He delivered them to Chev. East Coast rep. The East Coast the rep. East Coast All right, rep. guys. Um, am I needed anymore? Or like what? No, Is there I anything comment you want to ask me? Who? No, uh, yeah. If we do the chooping it up, masters, whatever Tom called it, you in? Yeah, I want to be honest with you. I actually enjoy walking while I play golf. What a fucking weirdo! <laughs> hey, great way to end it. The music no, playing. Can, can I can I explain the reasoning behind it? Okay. No, yeah, no, yeah. please don't. Yeah, go ahead. Well, you're so white. I don't. I don't. Really enjoy exercise, so that's my exercise. I wanted to get the reaction there. I don't enjoy exercise, so I'm just gonna walk around with a 40 pound bag on my back. I was a caddy too. So are you saying saying that is like your exercise? Like you don't exercise, so you golf. It's a form. So it's a form of exercise. I don't I don't do it often, but maybe like once a week I'll walk. How do you drink when you play? When you have to carry your bag around or you don't drink? In those moments I wouldn't drink. Oh you're no fun. I don't, I don't need to drink to have fun. I do. <laughs> yeah. I do. <laughs> I need some swing juice, bud. <laughs> Gotta loosen up the swing a little bit. Listen. I just think it's something that we should explore. I heard the idea. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be great. Looper, you bring the birdie juice, I'll be there. The birdie juice? I got Yeah, you. just don't bring your boyfriend. Uh, I'm gonna show up I'm gonna show up with O'Connor dre- like in like the white oh. masters jumpsuit and <laughs> he'll be carrying my bag. <laughs> I'll be like I'll be like Ty, give me my driver and he'll, he'll hand me my putter. Yeah. He'll, g- he'll give you the pitching wedge. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, uh, so we start the music. Start the music. Start. It's uh, it's already going. Hey, Jack. Oh. You did your job today. Hey, we appreciate you always. Uh, we'll let you know when we decide to do. It's never gonna happen, but if it does happen, we'll let you know. Chooping it up, Masters Challenge. Uh, Tom. Listen. Matt, great job out there. Great job. You guys did a great it's, job. It's, I'm really, uh, I'm really, really proud of you for presumably hitting record this week. No, I hit record last week. I didn't put my audio in there, so I wouldn't. We still don't know if he screwed this up. Uh, yeah, yet. I wouldn't congratulate me until this is out as episode else can hear it. So, appreciate All right. it. All right, thanks, Hey, ben, no, I'll let Matt sign it off. I'll let Matt say. See it. you, brother. It's been a pleasure. See ya.